You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. So we thank God for helping us. And um, we this year have been focusing on foundation mm-hmm. and the reason for dealing with the revisiting our foundation is because there is no real building, whether physical building, academic building, mental building, spiritual building that does not have that does not need a formidable and strong foundation. And if you had laid a foundation for bungalow and eventually you discover you would be able to build maybe a duplex or a bigger skyscraper there of uh, some some wood. Mm. You the foundation you laid for the bungalow would not be able to take that new building you are intending to build. If you do not revisit that foundation, then you may be playing with a crash mm-hmm. and the with the loss of several lives. The same goes with your spiritual life. If your spiritual life if you do not revisit your life, success is one of those things that can destroy a man's life. When the Bible says that the rains will come, mm. the winds will blow, the storms will come, and the stream will beat vehemently on every house. When we talk of the rain, is the rain of blessings, showers of blessings, success, good things, is the rain. We can talk of storms as troubles and problems. We can talk of um, wind as various winds of doctrine blowing here and there to force the man to fall. But when we talk of um, the rain, we are talking of the rain of success. So it's not only the storm of troubles, it's not only the wind of various doctrines, not only the vehement stream that can pull down a house. Also, the weight of success can destroy a house, a building, mm-hmm. can destroy a man's life or ministry if he has not laid a correct and strong foundation that can carry it. And now, we are dealing presently with, with, um, on a foundation for divine approval. And last week, we defined the f- divine approval as the seal from heaven, heaven's seal on your ministry. Mm. When the father will say, this is my beloved son. Mm-hmm. Every child of God requires this affirmation, this approval, mm. and it does not come arbitrarily. It does not come simply because you have given your life to Jesus. You must, you must qualify for it to get it. Jesus, who created the heavens and the earth, necessarily may not need that. But he also had to qualify before he got it. We read in Hebrews that even though he was his son, he had to suffer. He had to learn obedience through all the things that he suffered. Mm -hmm. He was not just declared obedient simply because he was Jesus. He learned obedience through all the things that he suffered. 
So he had to suffer to learn obedience. He had to learn obedience through all the things that he suffered. And you do not, it means you do not just, you are not declared obedient when it is convenient for you to obey. You are actually declared obedient when it is not convenient and it means suffering. Even sometimes it may mean a risk of loss of, loss of life and yet you obeyed. Then we can call you obedient. Then we also saw that Jesus had to um, have, get divine approval for his life through um, his submission. We saw Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 9, how he left, how he, 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 he became so humble mm-hmm. and all that until God gave him a name that is above every other name. Now, we are dealing with the divine approval that he got at the baptism. And we want to see how the Lord will help us to see some of the things that Jesus did to win this divine approval because the Father did not give him simply because he was Jesus. The Father gave him because he, 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 he merited it and he had, uh, he was able to achieve it by himself. Uh, he, he sat and he got it. He did, he, he, he worked for it, he labored for it, he earned it for his life. And let us look at Matthew chapter 3. We are going to read from verse 13 and then we'll look at Luke chapter 3. And we are going to read from verse 21. So let's look at Matthew chapter 3. We may be going, you know, from that each of the scriptures. I mean, we may be going back and forth between Luke chapter 3 and Matthew chapter 3. Now, in Matthew chapter 3, we saw from verse 19, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan, unto John, and to be baptized of him. We saw that Jesus left his location in Galilee to seek um, Jordan, to look for where John was in Jordan. Now, if Jesus was simply looking for baptism, there was the river of Galilee where he could also have been baptized. And probably, maybe... There, there was no other person around who could have baptized him, but John was the forerunner, a prophet after a dark age of about 400 years. 400 years of silence from God to a whole people. 400 years. In fact, someone said, if you read your Old Testament, if you open your Old Testament, in Malachi chapter, the last chapter in Malachi, and before you open the first chapter in the New Testament, there is always a blank page. A blank page which represented the dark age where God refused to speak to his people for about 400 years. And after that, John emerged as a prophet to speak. Now, Jesus came after John 
John had started his ministry. John was already preaching and baptizing, but Jesus came and he needed also to submit to discipleship under someone who has also been in ministry. I see something, I see this as a sample of discipleship, a kind of discipleship, because to be a disciple under someone, you will submit to that person. And the person will guide you and help you to grow, to become matured in Christ. It seems to me that the person will have to baptize you into the life of Christ, into the character of Christ, into the power of Christ. The matter of discipleship goes beyond mentorship that many people call it. Many people are trying to interchange the name or um, just use mentorship as a replacement for discipleship. But mentorship does not deal with the heart. Mentorship only ends. It's a business terminology. It's a business model that is not biblical. The biblical model is discipleship and it deals with the heart, the hand, and the head. While mentorship deals with the head and the hand. The Lord will help us because we are trying to see the similarity between baptism that Jesus gave himself under John and discipleship such that we can, through discipleship, be, um, be able to earn divine approval and have a formidable foundation for our divine approval. So we are going on a short break now. When we come from the short break, when we return, we shall be able to deal with this matter, how Jesus earned divine approval under John. Thank you. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. And yes, indeed, God bless you. God bless you, really good. Thank you so much for joining us once again. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, who is the publisher of your Potter's House devotional. He's now also the pastor at New Creation Baptist Church, Ajip Road, Potter River State, Nigeria. If you want to um, get in touch with Pastor Ayo Agunloye, you can reach him on 0808 you can also send him a mail, paul.agunle at gmail.com. gmail.com. He also holds a regular Bible study at 7 p.m. on Sundays. Uh, you can chat him up to get more details on that on Telegram. Please do make time to join. 
if you have questions or comments on the program going on right now, the reflections are right now, please do reach out to us on WhatsApp. Just tap that WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page and send in your questions or comments. If you want to send in anonymously, just use the box. You see that box right under the player that says, are you listening right now? Just send it to us anonymously if you don't want to send it on WhatsApp. Please do join us tomorrow at 7 a.m. for Waiting on God Wednesday. If there is a body in your heart that the spirit wants you to share with God's people, uh, we'll be glad to join you in prayer tomorrow and throughout the week. Please do send it using that box on our page that says um, send anonymous prayer request. Do you have any question, any question on the Christian life, on the practical application of the Bible? Please use that box on our page that says ask anything. Uh, our brother, Dr. Adibu Gwali joins us on Fridays, on Fridays for ask anything on gospelbestreading.com. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Let's continue reflecting on this topic, Foundation for Divine for divine Approval. Over to you now, Pastor. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, we need a formidable, strong, firm foundation for our divine approval. If this foundation is more strong, and you got your divine approval, it could be a, a reason for a crash. It could be a reason for destruction. Mm-hmm. We saw that foundation uh, divine approval leads to divine help, the three-dimensional divine help, which we saw also in this passage, that the heavens, the open heaven. Is one of the dimensions of divine help, the open heaven that releases all resources that you need at the time that you need them. The um, the the open heaven, the perpetual abiding anointing of the Holy Spirit on you. That's the second dimension of divine help, and the third dimension is the divine introduction from heaven that this is my beloved son. All this comes through divine approval. And if you get into the limelight without the proper foundation for it, it will crash you. That is the reason why it is important for you. In fact, the Bible says in Lamentation chapter 3, verse 27, that it is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. The yoke is the yoke of divine disciplinary dealings. If you read it in Amplified Version, it says to bear the yoke of divine disciplinary dealings, which is discipleship, spiritually, learning to become like Christ, having a foundation for your life, to bear and to carry the Success, the grace, the anointing, the divine introduction, the open door of ministry, open door of favor, and open door of success that the Lord will be giving unto you. If you lack in this, that success that you get may be your pain, may be the reason for your destruction. So it is important that you deliberately pay attention to building a formidable foundation for your life, for divine approval when it comes. So, how did Jesus get to lay a formidable foundation? First, we saw that he learned obedience. We saw in Luke chapter 1, Luke chapter 1, 
when his, his parents went to look for him in the temple and they saw him in the temple, even though he thought that he should be at his father's business, yet he rose up to follow them. And he was subject to them. He submitted to them. He would not say, I am Jesus. I am God. He submitted to them all that they were saying to him. He, they became his first disciples in the carpenter's shop. I mean, they became his first disciples. In the carpenter's shop, he was always obeying his father, Joseph, and his mother. So he learned obedience through all that he suffered. Now, in verse 13 here, let's quickly see how, I mean, in Matthew chapter 3, from verse 13, the Bible says, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan. If you look at the map, the Bible map of Palestine at the time of Jesus, you will know that the distance from Galilee to Jordan was not a small distance. And there was no private there. There was no, um, apart from probably horses and chariots and all that, it was not, there was no serious transportation like we have now. And yet, he moved, he moved, he paid the sacrifice to go to Jordan because that is where a man who could help him with the foundation was. And he went to him. When he got to Jordan, the Bible says he still went to John. Now, his journey from Galilee to Jordan was a downward journey. He was humble enough to go down to Jordan. And his journey also unto John was a downward journey. He went to John when he got to Jordan. He submitted to John. He submitted under John to be baptized of him. And I challenge you that for you to be baptized into Christ, for you to be baptized into the character, the charisma, the power, and the, the personality of Christ, so for you to be baptized into becoming like uh, into the resurrection life of Christ, you need someone, you need someone, a human agent that God will use to make you to be discipled into it. Such person that we call disciple is the person that will baptize you into the resurrection life of Christ, the, his character, his uh, is his way of life, his ministry, and his way of doing things. He is going to disciple you. He's going to baptize you into it. And so, we see baptism as a means of um, imagining, imagining, imagining somebody into the water fully. And that person that is being imagined seems to me that he is dead. He yielded to the person who is baptizing him as a dead person. That will yield to the person who is burying him. If you can never see a dead person that is fighting or struggling with the person who is burying him. No, this is where my head should be. No, this is how you should do, handle me. No, this is what you should do. ask me to do. No, 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 no. He completely submits to the one that is burying him. And the same way the person that is being baptized submits to the one who is baptizing it. You, 
you do not struggle with the one who is baptizing, you are as dead. And then the person who is baptizing you is immersing you into the water completely and deeply. And you wait there until he raises you up. If you rise up from it by yourself, you have just successfully swam in the water. You have not been baptized. He must be the one also to rise to raise you up, and you rise up. It is only after the baptism that you can walk out of the water. And Jesus came, according to verse thirteen here, to be baptized of him. But don't forbid him, saying, "I have need to be baptized of thee, and thou." Comes to me, you see again that John was telling him reasons why he should not be baptized. But Jesus said, Let this be so that I can fulfill all righteousness. 99% righteousness will not be enough for me in this matter to, uh, to receive divine approval from God. I must c- complete my foundation, the foundation for my divine approval, so that my divine approval will not crush me. And so he insisted on with uh, he insisted with John that please go ahead and baptize me. Go ahead and baptize me so that I will complete my righteousness. I will fulfill all righteousness. You may be a born again Christian you may be doing very well, honestly. You may even be manifesting the power of God. You may be doing a lot of things. But your righteousness is not fulfilled until you become a disciple. And disciple under someone who is above you, who can also take obedience on behalf of God from you. Take obedience from you. Someone who can help you to know whether your obedience is complete. Someone who can actually also test you and give you examinations to test whether you have really learned obedience or it is just because things are convenient for for you that you are growing like that. So you need to submit in discipleship also. And so we saw here that even though John forbade Jesus, Jesus insisted. There are people that will forbid you also from doing some things that must be done. So they will forbid you. You say, ah, no, no, you are a big man of God. You are a great man of God. How can you go and submit under discipleship like that? How can you go and be learning? You should be a resource person. How can you now go and be sitting down to learn? Do you think that, oh, you are too big for this? You are a big man. You can't be sweeping in the church. You can't be doing this. You can't be doing that. Bring it, bring it, bring it. You are a big man of God. Bring that. We can do it. We can go through the sufferings. You should, you should just be there and be there for us, be praying for us and all that. People will make you to feel as if you are above discipleship. They will make you to feel as if you are above suffering they are the ones that should take the sufferings for him, for you and so you should you are the big man of god they forbid you from paying the price for the foundation for your divine approval but we saw jesus here he insisted and the lord and eventually john baptized him and verse 16 says and jesus when he was baptized went up straight away out of the water and the heavens were opened unto him so let us move quickly to Luke chapter 3, 
verse 21, where we'll bring out some other issues. Because in that Matthew, it seems to us as if it was an easy matter for Jesus to just be baptized. But when it came to verse 21 of Luke chapter 3, here, we saw that now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized. Ah, I saw here that it is not as if Jesus was baptized exclusively. The Bible, John said he was baptizing based on repentance. The baptism of John is the baptism of repentance. The baptism of John is the baptism of repentance from sin. I don't know the sin that Jesus needed to repent of. Yet, he went to John and he needed to be baptized. Sinners were on the queue and Jesus joined the queue. Jesus did not shun the queue. Jesus did not go straight to the front and go and meet John. Matthew did not tell us about this. Matthew did not show that there were other people there. Reading Matthew, it, 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 it will appear as if Jesus just went and it was between him alone and Jesus. And if you look at the matter, I can imagine John baptizing the people that were on a queue. And after he baptized, and people were singing, when Jesus was my sins away, he taught me to, to wash and pray. And oh, every day. Rejoicing every day. And all that. And then they were singing as we normally sing during baptism. And after the baptism, God would say, next, next person, next sinner, come, let me baptize you. And the next sinner will come and he will baptize him. And like that, they were singing. All of a sudden, the next thing that appeared before him was Jesus. And he looked at him and said, Oh, I am the one that needs to be baptized of you. You are the creator of heaven and earth. There is nothing created in heaven and earth without you. Why will it be that I will baptize you? And Jesus said, Let it be that I will fulfill all righteousness. Baptize me. I need a disciple as you. You have been in this ministry on earth before me. I need someone to baptize me. I need someone also to baptize me. And you need to baptize me. And he submitted. He submitted just as everybody was coming. He, he was there. And he went on. When it was time, the Bible says, and praying, and praying. That is in verse 21. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying. It means that Jesus did not take his baptism casually. He did not just take his baptism as one of those religious activities that was going on. He was really, really praying as a God. As this, this, this um, righteousness is going to change. Please, let it not be that I'm just going to swim in this water for nothing. Let me have divine approval. He was praying. He was busy praying. He took it very, very spiritually seriously. He was begging the Father. He was in tune with the Father. He was not just there 
or, or for any physical exercise. He was there and he was agonizing in the spirit. He was there and he was in he was supplicating. He was really, really praying. The Bible says he was praying. See, everybody may be doing something and not getting results for me. Why don't you why don't you why do you do things casually? Do things deliberately. Do things in, intentionally. Do it and do it as if something must come out of this thing. I am not just doing it religiously. I'm not just doing it to fulfill all righteousness in quote the way we say it. Well, in our own way, when we say we are all doing, we are just doing it to fulfill all righteousness. What we meant is that we are just doing it, it doesn't have a meaning. But when Jesus did it to fulfill all righteousness, it had a meaning to him. It was not just to do it. So let, let this just be record that I did it. Mm-mm. He did this. He knew that he was building a foundation. And the foundation must be formidable, must be firm, must be strong. The foundation must be enough, must be adequate must be proper for him so that the divine approval will not crash him. So he went there praying, even as people, the people were in front of him, he was busy praying. And when it was his time, he was busy praying. When John was speaking, today you are in the presence of the, in the presence of uh, all the witnesses that is here, We, I baptize you. Now, in the name of the Father and this and that, and John was baptizing him, he was there. He was there praying. He was praying that let this not just be a physical exercise. Let this be, let this have, let this this bring divine approval to me. And Jesus was there praying. I challenge you, I don't know uh, what you are doing presently, and you are taking it casually. Don't take things casually any longer. Do it praying so that divine approval of God will be upon that thing. So, now, we go on. The Bible says, the heaven was opened and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him and a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And... We saw this three-dimensional help coming to him as an evidence of his divine approval. So, brother, I see John as one of the disciples of Jesus. Jesus submitted under John. It was John that announced and commissioned Jesus into ministry, if you dare ask me. It was John that announced to people that this is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. It was John, and you will discover also that Jesus did not start preaching until John was in prison. Jesus seemed to be waiting for John before he began to preach. It was when Jesus, I mean, John was in prison that Jesus began to preach and he continued the ministry of John. He continued the message of John. The same message that John was preaching, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Is the same was the same message that Jesus continued to show that he was a disciple under John. 
he, he, he was discipled into the ministry by John. He was commissioned into the ministry by John. He was he did not just do things arbitrarily. He did not just start, stand up to start ministry simply because he was Jesus, simply because he had the spirit without measure, simply because he can do all things, but he followed the process to show you and I the way of doing things. And he went under his disciple to continue. I see a lot of you, you even say you have a disciple, but you have your own separate ministry that the disciple knows nothing about, that your disciple has not commissioned you into, that your, some of you even broke away from your disciple, from the person that the Lord has placed you under, because you think that he is a selfish person, and he is, is, is just using you to achieve something for himself. What, what, what do you think? Do you think whatever you are doing under your disciple is for him or for you? Don't you know that it is for God and for you to give you a right foundation for your life? What, what if you do not have the world system in you? If you are not running after your own glory and your own what you want to achieve for yourself and your own self, your flesh, why, what, why will you be ambitious to run out and to do your own thing? If Jesus did not continue his, he did not start his own ministry in court. He continued what where John stopped was where he continued. And he continued with the message of John, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was the message of John. He continued from where John stopped. The Bible says he was baptizing. And news got to John that 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 Jesus was baptizing more disciples than you. And you know, Jesus was also making disciples just as we have seen John making disciples. John made disciples. John had disciples. Part of Jesus' disciples were those who left John and came to him. So Jesus also raised disciples. He left under John. He saw things under John and he continued his disciples the same way that John did his disciples. I mean, John John taught his disciples the same way John did ministry and John commissioned him he waited until John released him he did not jump out until his foundation was fully built brother I don't know whether you have jumped out of discipleship why don't you allow your foundation to be fully to be fully built before you enter into your divine approval. Before your divine approval comes, the weight of divine approval can destroy a man if he has not built a formidable foundation for it. Why don't you wait? Jesus, if, if you in baptism, they are baptizing you and they immerse you in the water and you are there in the water by yourself. You just remove your, your the person and then you rose up by yourself. You have just swam in the water. You have not been baptized. If this, um, and I'm trying to relate baptism now to the discipleship. If in discipleship you also release yourself, and, and for one reason or the other, you are just thinking that, um, I, let me just go. I need, I have something to fulfill in life. This my disciple does not see what I'm seeing. This my disciple is, uh, is just wasting my time. 
Why don't you go? Is the fact that Galatians chapter four verse two. It says you must you will be under tutors and governor until the time that the father accepts by himself. He will not be able to keep holding you when your divine approval comes. He will not be able to keep holding you when your foundation is fulfilled. He will not be able to keep holding you when the Lord, the Father, has announced you and is, uh, is releasing you. He will not. Why don't you just wait? Wait. Let's be under the covering of the disciple. Just like the chick is under the covering of the mother hen. And the Yoruba says, which means that you, the, your disciple is supposed to cover you, to cover you so that the hawks of this world will not be able to destroy you. Please submit and wait until the time that your foundation is complete. Then you will be able to fulfill your ministry. I pray that for everyone listening to me today, and I will listen later, that divine approval will not crush you, will not crush you. You wait and be built and, and completely build your foundation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. And glory to God for for, for this ministration, a uh, lesson for all of us that even divine blessings, divine approval, if not uh, in the life of a person who is fully grounded in the Lord, you know, could God give you some. Let us all, uh, as the Bible uh, exhorts us in, in Revelations, he will ask and hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to his church. I pray the Lord will bless us and will make us even more grounded in his word in Jesus' name. Thank you, dear sisters, who have sent in amen, amen, and amen. Many people saying amen to all the prayers here. And we, we, thank, you, we thank God for your life. Thank you very much, Pastor. God bless you very good. Amen. 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 Yes, please, please say a word of prayer as we bring this to close. Then. Our Father, we thank you for bringing our attention to this divine requirement for divine approval. Thank you, Lord. That our foundation must be really built so that when our divine approvals come, they will not crash us. The weight will not destroy us. Lord, and we are relating this to the to discipleship, submitting under a man that will, a man that is already ahead of us in life, in, in, in character, or, and in becoming like Christ, to mm-hmm. so also baptize us into the life of Christ, the resurrection life of Christ, in the power of Christ, the character of Christ. Lord, I pray for each of us that I've had this today, that you grant us the grace to follow, the grace to be humble, the grace to submit, and not to not to break away in this from discipleship in the name of Jesus. I'm praying, Lord, that you guide us into discipleship, submitting in discipleship, not just doing things. And not just uh, going to classes that we think that is discipleship. Discipleship, which is submitting under a disciple, as we see Elijah submitted under uh, Elijah, as we saw Joshua submitted under Moses, as we saw the disciples submitting under Jesus, as we saw Titus and Timothy submitting under Paul, as we saw 
roots submitting under Naomi and all like that all over the scriptures. Lord, help each of us here who have not found a person to submit under where we can be baptized. Somebody who can baptize us into Christ and then lay a formidable foundation in our life. Lord, I pray that you guide each of us into being properly to Amen. properly enter into discipleship in the name of Jesus Amen. and not to break away until our foundation is fully laid so that having fulfilled all righteousness we can obtain our divine approval in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank Lord, you, Lord, we ask that you let the heavens be opened upon us, Amen. that you let the Spirit of God descend upon us, only and abiding upon us in anointing, and that you give us divine introduction in life and ministry Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. I pray for gospel bells with you, that, Lord, you let the heavens be opened upon this station in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let them not lack the resources to operate in the name of Jesus Amen. and let your name be glorified in this station in the name of Jesus. Let them fulfill purpose Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Very good. And thank you. We have um, from from our dear pastor in Liberia saying amen from Liberia. Also from uh, Reverend James from Ghana yesterday saying amen. And all the people writing in to say amen, amen. Yes, we see you all. Thank you, Ma. Yes, Mr. Gule as well. Yes, thank you so much. He says, may the Lord grant me grace. Indeed, that's the prayer for all of us. I see many people still writing. We thank you all for joining us today. God bless you very good. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor. We look forward to having you here next week. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.